everyone and welcome to the Big Three Astrology Podcast. I'm Emmeline and I'm here in Charlotte, North Carolina, bringing you the astrology forecast to break down for the week ahead as we do each week. Today we are looking at Monday the 22nd of January through till Sunday the 28th of January. And we've just come off a really big week. We've had Pluto going into Aquarius last week which if you are listening to a lot of astrologers online, uh, a lot of them really thought it was kind of the end of the world, but we're all still here and we're moving on. Pluto doesn't change signs very often. I have been talking about it a lot on this show. The last time it changed signs was 2008. And I guess people, you know, look back at that year and say, look what happened and what's going to happen to this year. But what we can really sort of focus on with Pluto is it's breaking down changes in our lives of uh, aspects that need to go. So it's looking at the situation and saying we've got to break off that bad part to get to the good part. So don't look at Pluto and get fearful. You know, look at where it's transiting in your chart. Where is the Aquarius house? You're going to see where it's moving through in your chart and see what changes are sort of there and, and stirring up for for you because you can really work effectively with them if you don't resist the Pluto changes. That's one of the good little tips there for working for Pluto transit. Don't resist the changes that are there. Okay, if we look at the um, theme for the week or word for the week, I would say we are looking at um, with that Mars-Mercury aspect that's really strong this week, Looking at fast, fast paced, fast cars, fast words. Uh, so definitely quick paced. So hold on to your hats as we go through the the week ahead here. Right. So I'm recording this on Monday the 22nd. On Monday the 22nd, it's a quiet day. There's not too many aspects going on, but what we do have is a Gemini moon. So I'm recording this of a Gemini moon. If I'm talking a lot, if I'm talking too fast, I'm sorry. It's activated um, a natal aspect for me. When you, when the moon is in Gemini, we can feel a a personal need to communicate, to talk, to enjoy information and enjoy gathering, teaching, learning as much information as you can get your hands on to. So it's it's very it's a good time for thinking about using the mind not necessarily a great time for thinking about doing mundane stuff gemini has no interest in mundane so it's it's a very intellectual moon where we're just busy thinking about uh other things there is a danger sometimes with a gemini moon that you can go into a little bit of anxiety because it can just trigger the mind working overtime and if you don't channel those thoughts effectively, then of course it can be just turning into a bit of a worry. But what we're doing is how do we want to use that active mind there on Monday? How do we want to think about the uh, putting that energy into a useful area for you? So do you have work to do? Do you have um, something that you want to listen to or learn? Good day for a conversation. I met up with a good friend of mine this morning who I haven't seen for ages. We met up on a Gemini moon. Of course, we spoke and talked for a long, long time and really enjoyed enjoyed it. Probably longer than we imagined doing, but you know, that's a Gemini moon for you. And uh, 
It was really nice. So it's a good time to meet up and have a catch up with your friend on a Gemini moon. The moon moves into Cancer at 4.51 p.m. Monday. That's Eastern Standard Time. So convert them to your time zone. And that changes the whole feel of the moon. The moon is ruled by Cancer, of course. So then we go into a two-day period where we're thinking more about family, being at home. You might not want to go out as much. I mean, it is very cold here in North Carolina at the moment, so you don't really want to go out much anyway. But um, yeah, you know, it's a time of, of connecting with your family, looking after people, doing things for other, others. You can feel very maternal when the moon is in Cancer. So it does sort of change. You can see how it changes. All right, moving on to Tuesday, the 23rd of January. Tuesday, Venus changes sign, planet changes signs. It's um, especially one of those personal planets, we feel it. Venus moving into Capricorn for the next few weeks. What does that mean? Venus is money, it's our relationships. So how do we feel about our money, our finances, our relationships going forward for the next few weeks? We think practically, logically. We think about foundations, building, long-term plans. You know, what's my five-year plan with my finances? What's my five-year plan with my romances, my relationships? It's a very logical, useful time that you can practically build upon. So if you need to get a plan in place with your money, great time to be doing that. If you've been looking at restructuring money, debts, credit cards, all that stuff, really good time. If you've been looking at being practically changing some emotional aspects of your relationship as well. Really great time for that in the next few weeks as well with Venus in that sign of being very practical. Okay, next up on Tuesday, we also have Venus making a semi-sextile to Pluto because Pluto is hanging out there at zero degrees of Aquarius now. You're not going to forget that in any time soon because we've been talking about it long enough. But Venus, again, moving into Capricorn, that means it's at zero degrees of the sign as well. So them two are talking, Venus and Pluto in an aspect, not a huge aspect, but they are in an aspect. So what does that mean? Venus is us feeling passionate. Pluto is drawing us to a, a situation or an asp or a part of our life. So we might feel particularly passionate or drawn to a person, a situation, and we might feel that we there's some there's some things that we want to change or we want to transform in relation to a person, a relationship, a situation in some way. So that's also hanging out there on Tuesday in the background. Moving on to Wednesday, 24th of January. Now, Wednesday, we have a big day because Mars and Chiron are in a square. And a square isn't necessarily a happy aspect. It's an aspect where it can be a little bit difficult sometimes. But with these two coming together, Chiron is action. It can be um, aggression. It can be... Um, you know, I always talk about this. Uh, people look at Mars like it's a bad planet. There's no bad, there's no good in astrology. Please, you always try and remember that when you're looking at your your chart and you're looking at your, your transits and so forth. What it is, is how do we use that a planet or transit to its best? And with Mars, people say, oh, yes, it can be aggression, but it's action. It's how we get into a, a situation. With it making a square to Chiron, we're saying... How do we 
how do we evolve here into looking at some self-awareness? You know, Mars is in Capricorn. It's being very practical. And Chiron's hanging out in Aries. So it's all about me. So practical steps and moves here to being self-aware with your emotional intelligence or some emotional conflicts here. This can be a great time to get some understanding and some resolutions here for some harmony and growth for you. So look at this week and say, oh, you know, that action around my well-being is is there. So how do I want to take it? Is there a book that I've been wanting to read, like a self-help book or a podcast that someone's been telling me that I should listen to? Maybe a good time for that. Uh, am I going to look at some therapy or have I been thinking about some sort of therapy or meditation work or whatever it is? If if that's been on your mind, this is this would be a good time to sort of think about putting some action behind it, especially as we build to February with the North Node and Chiron meeting up. Great time for us all having some collective healing there in February. All right, Thursday the 25th is our is our full moon. And like I say, every month we we talk about the moons and we talk about the new moon and we talk about the full moon. The full moon is a time where we we release, we let go of what's being built. We we've been built. This is a this is a full moon in Leo. So we sort of chart back to not last August, the August before where we had the new moon in Leo. What were we beginning then? Because now this is sort of coming to an end. It's a combination of what you've been working on in that area. So look at your Leo part of your chart. Where is Leo? Because it's the Leo area where you're having this release in some way. So where's your Leo house? That's where the full moon will be. And it will be taking place at five degrees of Leo. And so you can look at your chart and see, oh, where's five degrees of Leo? That's where this new this new moon is, is falling for, for me. And the great thing, the great thing about a new moon is each month it's uh it is a time to let go of baggage in some way and you know leo represents how we the bravado the energy how we put ourselves out there but also represents the heart energy sometimes with leo there can be a little bit of um the bravado and people call it the ego how you present yourself with others in some way so maybe there is a little bit of this full moon letting go of something within your in your ego or your bravado that you feel like doesn't work for you at this time. So it's a, it's a great time to think about what you are emotionally being drawn to let go of. So it's a nice it's a nice time for that. And I just want to clarify that I'm not saying that people that have Leo in their chart have egos at all. I'm just trying to say that um the the energy of of putting yourself out there in a way where maybe you're wearing a mask and you're hiding something that you you're trying to not show to others and now it's a time of letting go that of putting that mask on and hiding a part of 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 if your life in some way it's a real time of releasing and you know we can see it like i always say pay attention to the children especially if you're a school teacher and you've got a whole classroom full of them but 
you know, sort of pay attention to how people are feeling the energy because when we have a full moon, there's a swell in, in, in emotions. The other thing that's happening on Thursday is the sun is making a semi-sextile to Saturn. So we have a sun-Saturn aspect, not a huge one. It's just a semi-sextile, so it doesn't really dominate the the agenda or the day. But, you know, sun-Saturn is a different energy here to what we've been looking at with like the sun-Pluto last week. Sun-Saturn is getting the job done. It's the, it's the marathon. It's the ability to knuckle down and really work on what it is we're working on. So we see with this with this week of looking at the energy of of fast action, fast talking, fast learning, releasing some emotions of this full moon. You know how how are we thinking about doing it? We're, we're determined to get it done with this sun Saturn. So nice little aspect there with them two coming together on Thursday as well. Friday, the twenty sixth of January, big day. Uranus is stationing. It's going to move uh, forward direct. Now, what does this mean? Why is this so big? <laughs> this is big because it's the last planet that's going to be moving forwards direct. They're all all the other guys are going direct and they're saying, come on, Uranus, catch up. Let's go. And he's saying, right, okay, packing his bags and he's stopped his retrograde journey and he's moving stationing to go direct really big because when all the planets are now going to be direct as they will be on Friday when it moves and it moves direct again, it's it's going to be super fast. And, you know, you might think January has been fast up until now. It's only going to get faster with Uranus now moving forwards as well, with all of them having uh, a job to do, a task to do, and they're getting on with it. So all the planets there are making an ass, uh, are, are traveling forwards, and it, they're going to be doing this till until April. And so busy, busy time. We're all going to be saying, "Gosh, where did the spring go? Where did the beginning of the year go?" Because we're going to be moving on with our plans rapidly now. We've had a good few months of retrogrades, of reflecting, and revising what we're doing and now it really is this okay now even if i'm not ready we have to start making plans and moving on uh because it's it's time for movement it's time for action now and uranus is a really interesting planet when it stations because whenever a planet stations we get that feeling of the planet intensifying in some way and uranus is a really interesting one because it represents rebellion it represents freedom it represents that I do not want to be held down in a big way. I think it's really interesting that um, a famous person I can think of that has this in the charts, a stationary Uranus would be Meghan Markle. And one thing I think that it would, how it would feel for her when you put someone with a Uranus station in, into the royal family where they have to be constrained and they have to be told what to do, it's going to feel really hard because you're going to feel like, no, I, I I want to do what's what I think is right and I want to have my freedom and I want to rebel for what's right. That's what Uranus does. So having it having it be, being curtailed is going to feel like, no, can't take it, have to go. And um, it's it, it definitely is going to feel like that for us this week. So how do you feel like maybe you just want to rebel? You Maybe you feel like you can't be held down anymore. 
it's it can feel like that maybe on Friday with it stationing, like it's just buzzing, that energy of how do I do it? Maybe I have to do things differently. That's another way of looking at Uranus as well. And the one of the other things with Uranus stationing, we can fill it for the whole week. So we're going to fill it from Monday, five days before, five days afterwards. And it can really stir up planetary aspects here. So in terms of Uranus is in Taurus right now, we can look at possible earthquakes or volcanoes and so forth because it it rules those areas. So we could look out for that in the week ahead as well. But yeah, definitely that feeling of, gosh, how wh- where do I want to break free from? What what is no longer um what feels like it's holding me held holding me down in some way because I'm going to feel like I want to uh remove that blockage in, in a big way. That's Uranus there. Definitely rebellion. The other interesting thing about this Uranus when it's stationing is it's making an aspect to the North Node and the South Node. It has to be always both because they're always opposite each other. So they're always at the same degree. So Uranus is making an aspect to them. So it's really same with this shift, with this feeling of I need to rebel, I need to, I can't be held held back anymore. How is this moving on to your life's purpose? Because the nodes is our purpose and where we're moving to on a, on a path of destiny and what we're leaving behind to get to that path and that destiny. So really interesting one there as well. So this you know, we had a big week last week. It's kind of like a little bit of um, a revelation. This is definitely like a revelation energy for for this week here. All right. Saturday is the 27th. And on Saturday, we've got that full on Mercury Mars conjunction. They are hanging out together. They've been really close all week. So it's definitely, like I said, fast words, fast cars, fast thinking, really a good day for formalizing your thoughts or writing in some way or getting a project done or studying or all those sort of things where you think about Mercury. It's definitely quick. Be careful with drive. Don't drive too fast or don't drive distracted or don't drive listening to typing on on a phone stuff like that that's one thing i would say mercury can also rule cars and mars can be you know fast so you know don't be doing any of that at the end of this week but what i would say is is it's your communication style is going to feel sharp it's going to be decisive so fo- with this focused mind that we have we can really use it in a strong way this week that it's not much time for confusion. It's really time for clear, concise plan building week. So we can definitely pull into that Mercury Mars to make the most of it there on Saturday. Moving on to the last day of the week, Sunday the 28th. Oh, this is going to be a lovely aspect. People look forward to a Jupiter trine, um, Jupiter trine Venus. Definitely. It's a nice one to have. Jupiter, good fortune. It's like traditionally a nice planet. It makes things bigger. And you've got Venus, love, romance, money. So Sunday is a really nice time to build on what you love. And also, if you're single, good time for opportunity for meeting someone as well. This is a this is a proud, lucky, optimistic aspect. It's exuberant. It can be successful and 
so pull into that energy and use it any way that you want to on Sunday. Now, don't, again, with Jupiter, it can be just massive balloon, which can obviously pop if it gets too big. So don't overdo it. Don't take on lots of things on Sunday. Just try and focus on one, one area. Where do I focus my energy here? Because moderation and discipline is going to really help it grow and be even more fulfilling and lucky. So Sunday does have a really nice aspect. I like I like a nice Venus Jupiter aspect. All right. So that's the astrology for the week. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you all have a lovely week and I will speak to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.